So you're in a parking lot of a bar throwing up and Pat's gambling on his phone while you're throwing up. Yes, bro, he was playing the entire night. On the way from Kalani's, he was driving and playing hands of fucking blackjack. What? Dude, dude was a menace that night. Also, don't know how I survived that night when we left Bill's. Um, when we went out with, like, Amanda and all them. Mm-hmm. Dude. Did like a hundred and twenty down twenty nine. You guys, well, I was sober that night because me and DD, yeah. and I was like going seventy on the highway because we're in New Jersey, we speed around here. But yeah. there was no one on the highway. I see a car flying up. I go, that's not a cop. Boom! I see the uh, Panama sticker in the back. I just go, that's Pat. And yeah. I, I sped up. I was going like ninety just to like get a measurement of your speed, and you were still gaining car lengths a second. Bro, it was actually ridiculous. I was like. I was like, Pat, you passed him. You, you, you fucking put the message out there. <laughs> like, you could drive. Meanwhile, he's like fucking speed racer mode. Fucking got a, a road sody. I'm like, oh my god. Like, I'm fucking in the car with this dude. And then, like, he's passing, like, the girls in the other car. I'm like, dude, like, you're literally going 120 down 29. First of all, I hate this road because it sucks. <laughs> and two, like, you made your point. <laughs> like, I'm, you're going to fucking kill me. He's like... Don't worry, bro. Like, I know how to drive. <laughs> like, Pat, you were just ripping tequila shots, like, not even 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, the dude was literally about to get in a scrap at a bar for no reason. Bro. Was there a reason? Because I, like, I have, I kind of live my own world when I go out to places. So, like, was there, like, something I missed? Well, yeah, because I was sitting next to him, and, like, meanwhile... <laughs> Remember when he got up and was like, yeah, you know when he gets up and like starts yelling at somebody like the way he does, like he's ready to go. I'm sitting there with my drink in one hand, my arm wrapped around his waist. Like, I'm like trying not to spill my drink. Meanwhile, I'm like getting a fucking full scoop of this guy's balls and trying to hold him back. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, Pat, dude, I got a drink in my hand. Just stop. And he's like, he's like, no, fucking bro. Like, you know, I'm saying his whole fucking two cents about like fighting these dudes and it was like it was so dumb because like those are the guys that were getting yelled at about not having their masks on while standing up yeah and the bouncer was already fed up with these dudes and for some reason i don't know why these people pick us out the people to like try and you know like reason with i'm like dude like we don't want you around us like just fucking go away and pat like started just get irritated by these dudes standing there because they were getting yelled at again in front of us and it was like drawing on the unnecessary attention over to our little fucking bus bench. Yeah. <laughs> They're all sitting on the wall like fucking weirdos. Half of us got a table over there, and the rest are just sitting there like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. We were waiting for a train. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's what I said. It's like the bus stop fucking bench. Just sitting there, you know, fucking chilling. And then <laughs> you got a drink in your hand, and like everybody's just walking in front of you. So then Pat, I mean, Pat said to the guy, he's like, if you. Just fucking leave. Like, keep it moving. Like he said, <laughs> we don't fucking want you here. Just keep it moving. <laughs> and that's when the other kid was like, you got a problem? I was like, dude, you're, you should not be saying that to this dude right now because he does have a problem. And it's yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And they're outnumbered in the first place. Yeah, there's literally like fucking six of us and there's like three of them. And that dude, when the bouncer came and yeeted that guy out of the door, that I was, was crazy. Like, I was like, I thought a gunshot went off from how hard he fucking hit the door, like the handle thing. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude. And the thing is, 
I, I joke around about being angry, but I don't actually get mad easily. Like, yeah. like mad, mad, where I actually want to get violent. Yeah. So, the first time that happened was because that girl. <laughs> I, I, I want to exp- explain to the viewers this is what happened, because I can't have them think of me different. There was a girl of a larger size. You can use your own imagination to think of what she looks like. She had way too much to drink, did not get kicked out. And the bar is a tight space. But there's a girl that we brought with us who was standing and had her back to the bar. So this girl comes flying down the steps, trucks her to the table, and I can see, like, pain on her face, and then her drink gets spilled. So obviously, don't like that. But she stood up for herself. She was like, excuse me, like, like what's the deal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she ignored it. And then she, like, caught on five seconds later. And well, she bumped into me. And then that's when I was like, whoa. I was like, what are you doing? I did not know she bumped into <laughs> Yeah, you. she bumped into me, too, because... That's when I was, like, just going to the bar to get a drink. And, like, like I heard her make the noise of hitting somebody's drink over it. And then she just, like, fucking pinballed, <laughs> pinballed her way back and forth between the ta- the two tables. And then hit me in the back. I, was, I just looked back and I was like, whoa. And she goes, that's when, that's, like, when she turned to me and was like, you talking shit? I'm like, no. Like, I literally said nothing to you besides, like, whoa or whatever. I was like... And then she just kept repeating herself. She's like, you talking shit? And then that's when you scream across the bar. <laughs> like, I'll fuck you up. I'm like, oh my god. Because I hate, like, the whole thing of, like, people getting involved in a problem. Because you you're not getting picked on, but in that sense, she's trying to pick something yeah. with you. So I like standing up for people I like. So I was like, I can't hit her because she's a girl. <laughs> So I, I go, hey, bitch, where's your boyfriend? Because I was just going to go beat up her boyfriend. <laughs> Meanwhile, the poor guy is probably outside having the time of his life, is dancing to music. Bro, he was right around the corner. He was right there to the left, like down the bar, because there was the two dudes next to me, and then her little, like her boyfriend or whatever was like right there. And he didn't say anything. He didn't move or nothing to like come like approach me and be like, yo, did you say something to my girl? Because I would have been like, dude, I didn't say anything to your girl, but I was like, you got a problem. There's another dude you want to worry about. <laughs> He's yeah. that fucking evil gremlin over there. <laughs> Jack Jack. Jack Jack going rage mode. Yeah, can you imagine getting beat up in a bar fight and then seeing a podcast on YouTube and the guy <laughs> stresses Goku? Dude, I'm, I'm like, all right, man, like, you're hearing my lawyers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know you, dude. Just, like, get this guy. He's fucking evil. <laughs> oh, my God. And that was all in, like, a span of 30 minutes. Yeah. I was like... I just wanted to get out of it at that point. I was just like, what was I doing in that situation? But when we walked down the parking lot, like, the, the room temperature just changed. Everybody was happy. That guy in the Phillies jersey just appeared. Dude, he was. He was, like, fucking instant transition right behind me. Because I fucking saw the same girl that was trying to argue me fall in the parking lot. And then, like, I just kind of chuckled. Because I was like, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> she fucking took it down. And then I, like, I was, I don't know where everyone went, but I was the first one out. And then I started talking to the dude in the suspenders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, let me get a safe for Pat because he's going to want one. And I was like, I don't want him bothering me. So I'm talking to that dude. He's like, he's like, yeah, what was that? Uh, isn't that the same girl that was like having an issue with you earlier? Earlier? I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't even know where the fuck you were. I was like, you fucking apparently saw that. And then, yeah, the dude in the Philly jersey literally fucking appears behind me. He's like, he's like, bro, did you see her fall? I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was right there with you. He's like, 
He's like, yeah, that shit was pretty funny. I'm like, all right, dude. I was like, you're you're fucking obliterated out of your mind. And he was ta- he was the one talking to me at the bar earlier. Yeah, I, mean, I saw that. I saw you guys talking. Yeah, because I was trying to order more drinks, and I was just taking forever between that and the thing. And it was like last call, and then the bouncer was obviously like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, dude, after that night, I was just like, I gotta stay home for a while. I gotta stop going out. Every time I go out... I have a great time with you guys, but when Pat's involved, there's oh, he always wants to fight when I'm around. Not me, but he's supposed to fight other people. Yeah, I don't, the only time that Pat like didn't have an issue with somebody was the time that we went out without you, and we went to right? we went to the two bars and then fucking we met uh, the the group of girls again, and there was no issues. But he was also playing blackjack the entire night, so he was a little preoccupied. Right. I just want to make sure I wasn't the deciding factor. I'm like, I'm not some UFC fighter. Like, I can't be. <laughs> no, I think, I think it was just like a matter of weird circumstances of like no one giving us issues in the sense of like needing to like have an issue with us or something. Because I mean, the last time that Pat like had a problem was before those two times was in Princeton, mm-hmm. and that was when the 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 girl spilled the drinks. And then the guy blamed on him. <laughs> yeah, literally nothing to do with the situation. He's got blamed. <laughs> and that was the second time at the same bar like that happened. So we were like, yeah, it's him. It's got to be him. <laughs> like, it's Pat. Is he just doesn't care about like anybody's feelings. So the guy was like, oh, I messed up. So he bought a shots mm-hmm. as like, I like, hey, guys, I messed up. Mm-hmm. Comes out with shots and Pat goes, I don't want the fucking shots. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, like. Like, at this point, I, I don't want to beat these guys up, but I feel like if I kind of, like, you know, fake the hits, like, just kind of skim them, and they'd be like, yo, pretend to be knocked out. <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, go sleep, go yeah. sleep. Try oh to help them. God. Fucking Princeton people, dude. The worst. Yeah, they're entitlement issues, but it is what it is with them. Yeah, I mean, the first time they were interviewing Princeton people again, flashing their daddy's money. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like that because though when we had the problem with the first group of kids there, see see they're probably thinking like okay these guys go out and fight. <laughs> yeah, I like, like, like what the problem is wrong with these guys every time they go out they have an issue. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's not like that. But the first time we were minding our business and then the pat the pat the design factor for these but had an issue with the kid they come back as they're leaving they go what was it go back to your like. $30,000 houses or something like that. I think they weren't even that generous. They were like $4,000 houses. Yeah, so I, in my head, I'm like, do they not know I'm Mr. Unorthodox? <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, this guy is literally an home equity owner over here. Yeah, I was just like, little do you guys know, but nah, I was like, All right, I'm not arguing money with some guys <laughs> I don't know. Little do you guys know. <laughs> I own a house. I run a YouTube channel where I discuss how I will buy all your houses in the future. And then pawn them off <laughs> yeah dude my personality between like unorthodox savings and this channel is like polar opposites i let loose on here because on unorthodox savings if i'm acting like this on the channel they're gonna be like dude i want to learn yeah it's <laughs> like I, what the fuck is this guy talking about like he obviously doesn't know anything but yeah you obviously don't know what you're talking about because you don't need money you motherfucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll fill them in. There's a stock called MPA I put into my Discord. Talked about it twice. Mm-hmm. Just last week, too. I even included it in my video today I published. 
<laughs> my man's trying to boost this dog for me. I'm just trying to get back to my marker so I can sell this shit. It's a good company, though. Yeah. It has a lot of, like, merging points of different, like, companies and yeah. ARK invests. So I was like, it's a great investment. It's just the markets are so bad right now. Yeah, dude. That thing, like, has not moved. Like, it'll, like... It does, like, what every other stock is doing. It'll, like, skyrocket as soon as the market goes up and then fucking plummet by 12 o'clock. And then it just kind of trades sideways for the rest of the day. And I'm like, like, this isn't fun anymore. (laughs) I was reading different articles. Now, on different financial websites, you'll get anything you want to read, you'll find an article on. So, like, I was reading, like, doom and gloom. Yeah, like, you can read, like, doom and gloom articles and stuff. On this one, they're talking about, like, there being a lost decade in investing, where basically there's, like, a decade straight where, like, you don't make any money investing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, real estate it is. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, because that's why I'm thinking about it now. It's like, I don't have a crazy amount in, of money in MPA, but the point I'm at, I've lost a fair share of that investment. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, like, you know, I don't care because it's, like, it's not that bad, but, like, you know, it does seem like a long-term investment type deal anyway. So I'm like, I guess I can just, you know, hope and pray so this stock actually goes nuts and, you know, becomes the next Tesla of space. Is yeah. it like 5G, like satellites and shit? 5G satellites, they're, um, I forget the technology they use. There's certain technology that Tesla's interested in because they want to implement it with uh, Starlink and the cars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um Space Mobile is a startup space company. They're yeah, having yeah. a meeting with them this week. And uh, Kathy Wood dropped ArcX today. Yeah, which I should see that. I thought it was yesterday. Today's Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah dropped yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, so Tuesday. I bought into that yesterday in after hours. And then, yeah, so it's like basically in the circle of all those companies. It's, a, yeah. it's going to do well, but it's just going to take some time. And this is your first year investing. Like, the hardest thing is to scope out, like, yeah the longer view like i was doing so well over winter break because i literally had so much free time to like study stocks like that bngo one like like people talk about portfolio diversity no such thing for me basket (laughs) one egg (laughs) yeah literally one egg it was bngo i was like this stock is gonna go to the fucking moon and i called it literally the day before it did it and i made my like 250 fucking dollars or whatever off of that and i was like yep that was, no, that was Stocks. a good investment choice, though. BNGO was a, a great run-up. Yeah, and, like, now I just sure don't have the time to, like, do it because, like, school is so fucking annoying. And, like, um, my internship, which you pretty much have no idea what I do, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Well, what, what <laughs> well I haven't talked about it, so that's my fault. Well, explain it now. I mean, we have time. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously, we have a ton of time now. But, like, I mean, basically... Everything that I've done in school up until this point has been camera work, and that's, like, all I wanted to do. Like, student films, I was working as an assistant camera, camera operator, and then, like, in Mercer, I was, like, cinematographer stuff. Now I'm a fucking, like, production organizer. (laughs) It's, like, I do producing work, and it's, like, just small-scale stuff. Like, I don't do anything crazy. Like, just today, I I worked, and... um, like, I fill out, like, reports and leads for my company, our class content, that's, like, where I work. So, basically, the, like, the, my supervisor, like, for my internship through school, like, that works at the company as well, she'll just, like, send me, like, a report with, like, a ton of leads that we could possibly do. And, like, 
our company works in branded content, commercials, like all that stuff for like big name brands and like whatever other companies want to like come to us for to make those said commercials or anything like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So usually, if like somebody's like like approaches us and is like, hey there is this lead here about this company that wants to make this, this, and this. We'll send you over, like, and then you pitch a director or whatever in their reels, and they want it, they select you, and then you get awarded the job or whatever. And that's just, like, that's, like, the small scale stuff. Like, I usually don't follow any of the projects that, like, we do, except for, like, maybe one. I mean, I can't, like, specifically talk about stuff because it's, like, all NBA work. So, you know, I do, like, my job. <laughs> you know, I would like to graduate. So I don't want to talk about anything crazy that I, like, that I know I shouldn't be talking about. Because, like, every email, like, that's got, like, somebody, like, high profile is, like, here's an NDA attached to it. I'm, like, oh, shit. Um, I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, hopefully I don't accidentally ever, like, say something about this. Well, here's a question that you probably can't answer. So, although you're not producing you're in the producing work of it mm-hmm. can you lead if you got a lead and the lead was successful and they wanted to do business with your studio could you put your name on that and kind of get your name into the process of things nah like like my supervisor is the actual like producer like i'm just the organizer like i'll like today the other thing i did was um like price out hotels and stuff for like a shoot for like a project that's come like that's going on in like six different states or whatever so like i'll look up like the locations where the photographer needs to shoot or whatever and then find all the hotels that are close to those locations and then you know do that and then the week before i was like looking at flights to get this you know photographer from a to b to c all the way to e or whatever and then like that's another part and then like the other thing I did was, uh, like, look at photographers' work and stuff and, like, kind of suggest and, you know, whatnot. And then, like, I'll either email people, you know, or just, like, if they have an Instagram and, like, I see their work and I'm like, oh, this person looks pretty good, then I'll find a, a contact. And then my my producer usually, like, work up an email for me to, to send to them so it's, because I'm like, hey, I don't know how to actually approach these people. <laughs> you know, because I'll be like, hey, your stuff looks good. You want to work for us? You know, I, I wouldn't know what to say. I, I'm, I'm not in the business, and like, I've never done producing work. Like I literally said, like, I honestly, that was the last thing I thought I would be doing. Like, I never ever like thought about doing producing because I was like, there's so much logistical stuff to it. It has to deal with a lot of money getting people together and like grouping stuff i'm like that's a that's a lot that's crazy stuff but i mean then again like you're working with a lot of different people so you know you get stuff done but that's just like a piece of what i do there and then yeah the other stuff is just like filling out reports and small time stuff and then just kind of helping out wherever my supervisor directs me to go whatever she needs me to do and that's like a main chunk of what happens, and I only, I only work there two days, so, and then the rest of the days are classes and stuff, so. Well, it seems to be, the, like, helping you deal with, like, your people skills in that field. Oh, yeah. Is there a lingo, like, for, like, studio talk? Like, you know, like, when you go, like, in a corporate job, you're, like, per my last email, I did stuff like that. Do you speak um, like that, or can you be yourself? I mean, it's kind of like a mix of both in the film world. Like, when it comes down to, like, 
getting the numbers and the details and it's like pretty clear cut like you know we want this day for you this for this day this day this day you're gonna be here here and here and like here's the you know the budget like what we're willing to work with for to like either a like buy their work or any of that stuff or like you know how much the job is gonna cost like what's your day rate and all that stuff like that's just common stuff he's like you know in the film world if you're like a freelancer like you literally just work job to job like you don't have a set schedule for anything like you know you you like want these companies to approach you so you can just get like your day stuff and go on these like insane trips you know all over the place to shoot and then you get like hell work that way or you just like or you sell like your content like you sell your work and people buy the commissions for it so they can use it and stuff and that's like you know the other half of producing life is licensing shit which is also like hell (laughs) because that shit's expensive and like it's also like kind of like weirdly negotiable about stuff I don't know I like I fully don't understand it like I'm learning like every day just by asking my producer questions about like yeah like I found like this song that you needed and I found like the publishing company or whatever for it and like I emailed them, they didn't email me back about the licensing or whatever, and just, like, you know, it's, like, hit or miss about whatever, it's, like, hard to, like, decipher whether, you know, they just sort of, like, fuck this kid, and then, or they're just, like, we're not selling this song. Yeah, well, what sucks about, like, your job versus what you want to do, it sounds like you're doing, like, a lot of, like, phone tag, and, like, not paperwork, but, like, a lot of, like, errands in the field but do they is anybody in that studio know like you're you're wicked smart with the camera like <laughs> i'm not like wicked smart with the camera i'm like i'm not like i know a lot of way around the camera but yeah like they like the, from the people i talk about like whenever like you know my my supervisor introduced me like to new people in the company to be like oh yeah like here's mcguire like he goes to emerson and he like studied cinematography and everything there and like they're like, oh, you did camera work. And then, like, finally when I met, like, a few of the creative directors in the company, like, those are the people that, like, directed commercials and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you did that and that. So, like, like when I first, like, uh, like applied for the job or whatever and, like, told the, the original, like, guy of the company, like, the head of the company, he's like, oh, yeah, like, you, so you study the camera work. He's like, I wish I could get you on sets and stuff, like, you know, if you were... You know, if you go to New York, I was like, yeah, it's only, like, 30 minutes away, so, like, if I really could go on stuff, then, you know, it's impossible with COVID because it's just, like, another person on set, and, like, now you have to budget for fucking COVID costs to get people on set, so. Do you guys have to quarantine, like, actors, actresses, and stuff like that, or is it not that deep? Because mm-hmm. you're doing commercial work for a lot of them, so, like, maybe it's not as long. Yeah, no, like, most of, some of these shoots, like, depends, they'll be, like, a week, like, two days a day. It all depends on like what they want, what where it's airing, how long it is, stuff like that. So they usually like going by that. It is whether or not like they have a big crew or not. Gotcha. And I mean now I think they just test the people beforehand, and then they're just like this person's good, and then you work, and you follow the COVID guidelines of like six feet apart or whatever. And then I think you're good to go. Because, I mean, I don't know. Like, it depends. It's, like, weird. It's, like, some of these places have, like, huge sets. 
Other, other than like don't have like anything crazy huge at all. They just have a few people. They shoot it. They get the what they need, and then if anything, you can buy like pre like pre work or like what, what the hell is it called? I'm blanking so hard about what the hell the name of it like to buy like video stuff already like b-roll like stuff you can uh, buy like on a site like ArcRid or something or like um the other one they like sell like royalty free stuff so you just buy it for like three months and then you or whatever and then you they price it out to you and you buy it for that and then you put it on there and then you run your ad or whatever for those months and you're good and then you can take it down or whatever uh, so you can insert different stuff i guess yeah, because you can just kind of look up, like, certain things that you need, and you're just like, oh, here's a video of, like, someone delivering food to a door, <laughs> like, when we work for, like, Grubhub or something, so here's just some random content of a dude riding a bicycle with food on his back, so here you go, this is this is for Grubhub now, or whatever, I don't know. That makes me think, there's probably so many videos out there for, like, film companies with, like, random acts. Like, well, we need to yeah. buy a video of, like, some guy flipping a water bottle. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know the extent of, like, the amount of content on these websites or stuff, like, but, like, you know, when I looked, there was, like, a fair amount of stuff. And, like, dude, people that have those drones and just fly them over cities, they probably, like, sell that shit constantly. It's, like... That's I, smart. Yeah, I mean, when I looked up just, like, drone shot and you just put a city in... Literally, page is filled of fucking overheads of cities and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, people that... I mean, drones are expensive, and you literally have to, like, be certified to fly some of them if you're, like, they're, like, the super high-end ones, which is understandable because those things can... They're fucking huge, and, like... <laughs> they, yeah, if you hit something like that, you're causing damage. Yeah, dude. Like, especially if you, like, run into a building with that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Every seven story. <laughs> yeah, fucking... This big-ass drone just smacks in your thing, but, yeah. Can't wait to start my lunch break. <laughs> just <laughs> smashes in your window. <laughs> fucking... You get drilled in the head by a drone trying to get, like, an overhead of New York City. Well, that makes a lot of sense, because there's so many, like... B-roll scenes in between like major parts of movies where it's like pans over New York City or like Twilight. It goes for the pine trees and stuff. Yeah. So I didn't even realize like that's, that's probably what they did. Yeah, it's not like the old days where you actually had to rent a helicopter and stick a camera out the side of that yeah. bitch. And yeah. You're doing great, Jeremy. <laughs> you can chuck clouds in here and stuff. Yeah. Like when yeah. they uh. Well, my my roommates end up end up leaving the scene. I get to place it myself. I'm if like people want to come on the podcast and smoke weed, specifically like Nestor or Reese. Yeah. I want to get Nestor out of there, bro. Yeah, we need to save him. <laughs> we need to save him, bro. Our friend Nestor's uh, uh stuck with his lady friend and hasn't been out of the house in a few months. We miss him a lot. Daniel, I just put me in my bag. Yeah, that man. was like almost equivalent to like AMC Twenty Four closing down. Bro, dude, Alan brought that up today. Alan's sleeping with an eye open tonight. Alan, no, he, made a, he definitely made some type of joke. Nah, he just, like, he was like, did you know that? I was like, did I know? Did I know? I was like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, I knew. Like, you piece of shit. Can I share some crazy over-personal thing? <laughs> what? Like, it shouldn't be on the internet, but I'm going to say it. I... You ever pee in the shower? <laughs> no shit. So, I was in the shower, right? 
And I was just like, do I get out? I was like, no, I'm covered. So, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to do a little bit of that. So I did it. Immediately got the smell of movie popcorn. <laughs> so I just put my hand like on the tile. And I was like, the movie theater closed too soon. <laughs> My dad goes, why are you playing Marvin's room? I go, why are you my house? <laughs> I was like, bro, you're here. Why? <laughs> I thought you were gone. <laughs> bro, yeah, that's fucking... Yeah, that's the shit that's wild. But, like, yeah, going back to, like, you owning a house, dude. Like, I would love to move in here. But <laughs> it's just, like, who knows where the fuck I'm going to be in the next half a year now. Less than that, almost. I graduate... Hopefully in like fucking four weeks, I like crazy. <laughs> you want to? You want another game plan? What? Um, I got my business real quick. <laughs> so, I have this house and legally have to live in it for a year, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But you can rent it out before him. You just literally have to stay here. Yeah, you have to stay here. But if I say I rent out to like the college kids, which is like my goal, mm-hmm. I can do it, but. There's like certain things on insurance that would be a problem. So if like a water line bursted, I can get in trouble if they go check it out and there's people living there and I'm not there. Mm-hmm. So there's some minor setbacks, but after a year, everything's good, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna renovate the kitchen, I'm gonna renovate the bathroom um, in that meantime, but this lady over here, my next door neighbor, going to a 55 and up community is having a home built there. Really? Yeah, so she goes, do you want my house? I go, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, she's offering her house off market. Off market. Yeah, because she was like, if you just take it off my hands, like, you, it's yours. And I was like, okay. What fine. does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I go. What does that mean? Like nobody just goes like, I just it's like it's like dropping off a cat somewhere. Like yeah. I just don't want this. Yeah, like, a, a very expensive cat. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? And you've been in here for like twenty years. Yeah. So I walk through. I look through everything. It's outdated. It'll need work. Yeah, that's how a lot of these houses are in Pennington. They're old as shit. Like yeah. But I already put my video. I had like thirty-two grand of equity. So mm-hmm. if we do a cash out refinance. I immediately get that. And if I get it refinanced, not refinanced, but um, inspected again, and then get like a higher valuation for the home, I can do that. Long story short, I'll use that money for that. But it needs new shingles on the roof, which is like ten grand around here. Yeah. Needs new kitchen, bathrooms, and the old owner of this house told me that that house has foundation problems. So I have to get every inspection done to make sure, like, I'm not getting gypped because she's offering it for a hundred grand. Hundred thousand dollars for house holy shit i'm like there's bodies and floorboards <laughs> yeah like, i say dude there's fucking she knows there's something wrong with it she's just like she has such a weird life because she went to texas had a whole family business with a, a husband really sad story family died in a car crash she wasn't i was just about to say if she's offering the house like that to you like she's got no living family or someone to give that to yeah she they died in a car crash down in texas um got a bunch of insurance money couldn't handle it kind of thing and she grew up here in in jersey and she like sold her husband's business and everything because she didn't know how to run it it was like i don't know what he did but um took everything moved into here and then she's just like yeah look by myself i have a boyfriend now but i was like oh you get like i felt like joking with her because like the power line above the street was exploding as we're talking because that's the only time i see her and she's like i'm like oh you guys getting married she's like no i'll never marry again Oh and I'm like, oh, I'm like, what's wrong? Like, the like, guys are trash kind of thing. She's like one of those like 
rock star lady. She's real cool to talk to. And she's like, no, my family died in a car crash. And I was like, shit. This thing's not catching on fire fast enough. I was like, I'm like, man, she knows where I live now. Yeah, I was saying, she's going to come knocking on your door and be like, I know who you are. I know who you really are. I'm so scared of her. Bro, that was, like, if I were to live here, I would have to, like, do my secondary career that I thought about doing, like, as my backup. What is that? Chemistry. <laughs> That's not a bad career. Yeah, I know. It wouldn't be. If, if I, like, worked at, like, a desk job at, like, the Princeton Science Lab, like, up on Route 1 or some shit, mm-hmm. like, I would do some shit like that just in the meantime, like, when I want to do film or something. I know an actual chemist. Who? A guy... Who's coming home Friday? I don't want to name drop. It's one of his friends, but he's a real chemist, like yeah. lab, like makes like pharmaceuticals and stuff, like yeah. like real deal. But outside of it, when I talk to him, I go, "Well, why do you want to be a chemist? Because he's a great musician, but he makes like that weird like EDM like alternate yeah. music. So I'm like, you're an amazing musician and you have a great following. I'm like, why do you want to be a chemist? And he just goes, "Oh, I just want to learn how to make drugs." And I'm like, I laugh. It's like, oh, because pharmaceuticals? He goes, no, like, I was into meth. Yeah, dude. Like, literally, you, like, that, that shit, you can make anything, dude. That's scary. <laughs> that guy's, like, making, like, your mom's heart medication. Oh, your mom doesn't take heart medication. <laughs> but, like, 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 your grandma yeah, or whatever. theoretical. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, and he's just worried about making meth? I'm like, I asked him, I was like, do you make meth? And he goes, no. I was like, then why'd you get a degree in that? <laughs> Dude, it it is a, like a big money making process because like pharmaceuticals is a huge industry, like obviously, and it's never ever gonna go away. Like people are always gonna need like fucking medicine and shit. Like you're never gonna stop making medicine, so it's always gonna be there. Yeah. I mean, that's how a lot of industries are now. Like they change, but they're they're always gonna be there, and like. That's why I thought it'd be cool just to do some shit like that. I would have to brush up on chemistry. That was, like, one, one other thing I, like, I was pretty good at in high well, school and stuff. What kind of, like, chemistry are you interested in? Would you be in, like, pharmaceutical section or a different type where you don't care? Like, you can make uh, explosives. <laughs> I could be, like, incendiaries and shit. Yeah. Nah. I don't know, dude. I, like, I, I don't know. I feel like it would probably be, like, biochem or some shit. Like, some crazy shit like that. Like... Just learn like what makes up everything. Like, what's what's in the what's in the matter? What's in, what's in what's in your shit right there, dog? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's just like backup stuff. But like, obviously, I like I can't do that <laughs> because yeah. it's like, you know, college costs money. <laughs> it's like it's way too much money to just be like, yeah, I wanna I wanna do something else. You know, I just did this film thing for shits and gigs at school, and it's like. This is cool, but, you know, I'm going to go do this. I mean, you do only live once. I mean, everything works out, you know. You become a famous film director, and then you just go, come back to school. But at that time, you're famous, so you're guaranteed a speech at graduation. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like I said, if I ever, like, made it in the film world enough to, like, sustain myself for a long time, dude, I'm taking that shit straight to gaming. I don't give a fuck, man. I, oh, like, yeah. The, the gaming is the, my real, like, number one career. Like, you know how much I play, like, all the time, like... It's literally the, the thing I do the most is probably play video games. Is like, I play Dota 2 all the time. I play, like, fucking Valorant. Fuck that game, though. And I, like, play just a shit ton of other games. And, like, I would love to stream, but that fucking lifestyle is just so difficult to live, dude. It's like... Yeah. You have to know someone 
first of all. And you have to have such, like, a... You have to be a funny and very personal. Like, there's, like, two things. You either either have, like, a really good personality, be really funny and shit, or you have to be really, really good, get notoriety by winning tournaments and shit, and then go from there and, like, make your bread money from there, and then you can just kind of buy whatever the fuck you want. I mean, the guys that, like, won the, the TI tournament for Dota, instant millionaires. Like... Yeah, dude. Thir- $33 million between five, six guys. Are they all friends? <laughs> or they're just, like, teammates? At that point, it's a they were, I think they were teammates, but, like, the Dota world's crazy. People switch all the time. They switch teams. Because, like, you know, there's no, there's no, like, set contracts and shit, like, and, like, the sports world, like, that kind of, like, thing. I mean, yeah, like, big companies own these teams. Like, my favorite team from Dota is owned by Red Bull. And these guys literally just, like, get free Red Bull shit all the time. Merch, gear, like, literally their their team jerseys have the logo and shit on it. That's amazing. Yeah, but, I mean, they won it back-to-back. <laughs> so, these guys won a $30 million tournament two years in a row. And, like... That's great advertising for Red Bull. <laughs> Dude, Red Bull literally, like, milked the shit out of that, like... They did, like, they sent them on a free vacation to do whatever the hell they want in, like, Jamaica or some shit. I'm like, it's like, dog, you didn't even have to pay for that. <laughs> it's like, these guys literally are, like, set. And the one guy actually, like, stopped playing. Like, he just straight up retired, like, after the second win. I kind of don't blame him. If oh, yeah, no. He's, he's millions in the bank. Yeah, he's got $10 million. It's, like, more than enough to live for a longest time. It's, like, winning a small lottery. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame him at all. If anything, he can come back and just kind of play the role like if he's not good enough anymore. Like, I was that guy, start yeah. talking. He knows the people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, Dota, like, you don't have to, like, 90% of the, like, the communities are, like, the FPS shooters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, those dudes are, like, under 25 because, like, their reaction time is still, like, really, like, on point and stuff. Dota, I mean, it, you do need to have some reaction time, but you just gotta be smart as fuck. I remember you and I are a big fan of Dragon Ball Super yeah. and like Fighter Z and everything. Mm-hmm. But Korea was a really good national team when we did like the national world tournaments for it. Yeah, fucking Goichi. Well, he was Japanese. Goichi was Japanese, but there was a South Korean guy who's also good. Fenready, I think. No, no, I think he was Japanese too. Well, ja- it makes sense because Japanese. Dragon Ball originated there. Like, like Japan takes Dragon Ball extremely yeah. serious. And those dudes are also just nasty as fucking fighting games. Like, yeah. Really, really good. And, like, the only American, like, that was super good was Sonic Fox. He was good. Yeah. And he's still good. And he played... He, he was in the finals, like, twice for the World Tour, the Dragon Ball World Tour. I think he, like... I think he might have won once... I don't know if it was the North America one or if it was the Europe one. I don't know. But Goichi, like, fucking won the rest of them. It was wild. I've never seen somebody like Goichi. Like, Goichi, like, literally, like, like three stocks, people. Dude, that guy fucking... Yeah, I mean, the craziest one was when he played the Fenready dude. And literally, they perfect each other back to back. And that was, like, one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like, you know how, like, well-matched you have to be to be, like... Alright, I beat this so this guy so bad, he never touched me. Like, he didn't do an inch of damage to me. And the guy does it back. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, yo, hold on one second. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you're not going to touch me in this game. And then beats a little fucking shit out of each other. And like, 
That's fucking wild. Like, that's, like, gaming history right there. But, like, people don't follow fighting games like that. The only, like, community that's, like, pretty widespread is Smash. And, like, that got kind of fucked up when, you know, half the Smash community, well, not half the Smash community, but, like, you know, some of the top players were fucking talking to underage girls and shit, doing fucking terrible things like that. So, yeah, that threw a wrench in that. And that was, like, the other reason why uh, the fighting game tournament Evo didn't happen. Because I really wanted to go to that. Because Dragon Ball was in it. That's right. It was one of the main events. It was the Sunday event. And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to fucking see the grand thing on Sunday. We'll get like a three-day pass. Go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. See the, you know, the round, the 64 or whatever it is. And go all the way up. And then it gets canceled. I'm like, oh, well, fuck that. I guess I'm not going to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't get to go to Vegas and gamble on that. Dude, I would fucking with my fucking life savings on Goichi. Well, that was one of the few times um, they went to America, right? Well, Evo's always in America, but the Dragon Ball World Tour went everywhere. It went to North America, which was like somewhere in the U.S. I forget where it was. Then it went to Brazil. Then it went to Spain. Then it went to France. And I think it, the last stop was Japan. I don't know if they... I don't remember. I don't remember following it all the way to the end, but I I watched most of like the the main events of that and like the winners of that. Just because they also released the new characters after the <laughs> after the new, the events too. Yeah, they yeah. they released Super Saiyan Four Vegeta, but yeah. that's um good GT good. version. Yeah, they did. Um, I think it went. They did Janemba, then they did Gogeta Blue, and then they did um. Actually, I think Goku GT was in between them two. He was definitely in the litter of that because. Yeah, because, yeah, I think they might have did. They released these. Uh, no, they did Goku. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, that was part of the first pack before they started doing the huge tournaments. They, they put out um. Super Saiyan, uh, Broly, uh, the. The original version of him mm-hmm. and then they did the super version of him later and then I think Goku GT and then they went Janemba and Gogeta because they all fit together because Gogeta first appeared in GT mm-hmm. and he kills Janemba with the ball the the rainbow ball whatever the fuck it's called the spirit ball thing fucking heat yeah dude and then they, they did that and then I think it was Kefa and Ultra Instinct Goku were shown off at the same time great time yeah, and then Kefla came out, and then he came out, and then I think, fuck, who came out after him? Uh, I think it was Super Saiyan 4, Gogeta. It makes sense, because I think he's the last one to get released so far. Yeah, because people were like, uh, they did the, the Toy Story meme, where Andy drops Woody, and was like, I don't want to play with you anymore, but they were dropping Ultra Instinct Goku. <laughs> like, I don't want to play with you anymore. But yeah, dude, I mean, that's the, that's the way, like games work nowadays is like when they release a new character they're either like really shit or they're so broken that they have to nerf them immediately and that's why I think that's what's gonna happen to Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta because this dude's got a fucking one hit KO thing yeah he literally um like he's the only character to fly in with his arms crossed yeah dude dude is like the cockiest motherfucker on the planet well that's how he was in the actual fight against Mm -hmm. like Shenron well, you were talking about... like People thought that was going to be the, the character, Omega Shenron. 
that'd be a great character. He used to be in the older video games, and he was a, like, a great time to play with. Because mm-hmm. you could literally throw somebody up and catch him with your spikes. That's fucking nuts, dude. Oh, yeah, and then they came out with Roshi. I forgot about that. I think Roshi was after... Oh, Roshi was definitely in between. Yeah, because I remember like, when you used to use a Kamehameha, he would just get roided yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> Yolk Roshi. That was my gamer tag in that game, or my tag for that. Yep. Now I'm just... Constantly known as bitch face. Yeah, all over the Discord. <laughs> yeah, dude. I kind of yeah. I started to make everything kind of like the same. I think the only uh, <laughs> the only gamer tag that I've like is different is like for my Riot ID, which is like Valorant League. Fuck League. Don't ever play that game. Play oh. Dota first. <laughs> but, Shadow Legends. Yeah, that um, that's a uh, Nutscratcher. <laughs> <laughs> that is my name is Nutscratcher. And I mean, there's like some games that I'll let bitch face get by, and other games won't. So it's like, it's like hard to find. I mean, bitch face's prodigy was the first one. That was Steam. So I grew up playing video games with you, mm-hmm. and I grew up playing video games with Lois. You and Lois are good. Yes. I'm not good. I'm average. I'm this yeah. I'm your You're a casual player playing with the fucking sweats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know some people aren't so good. Right now, he's not able to see. So, <laughs> I'm obviously producing content for YouTube. My niche yeah. is weird. The podcast is like my name's channel. Yeah. But I've always wanted you and Lewis to stream. Yeah. It doesn't have to be together, but you can do your own things and then you can collab when you guys play together. Yeah. Because you guys are one funny enough to be entertaining and you're skilled enough to actually be like okay like I can actually watch it if I don't care what others are saying yeah and like I would love to stream I have like I have like the tools to do such like I have a power enough PC like I have a mic I have a webcam like and I have the the programs to do it like that's how I've recorded stuff before like just recording like gameplay for uh just to send to my cousin to show like what Dota is and stuff, but yeah, I would love to stream with Lewis, but there's a there's a huge thing that stops that. <laughs> that dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> he can't, like, it's hard to stream with him sometimes. Well, yeah, there's also like profanity and stuff. Like certain like cursing you can't. Yeah, allow it's and... it's tough. I mean, I wouldn't care about cursing like, just because like I don't play any games where like one that aren't like rated mature anyway like i'm literally playing games that are people curse in the game and like <laughs> and stuff and like there's blood and you kill people so like i wouldn't care i would not have a family i wouldn't i wouldn't be like ninja and sell out and be like <laughs> forcing people to not curse on my stream like that fortnite era where he was like family friendly and stuff <laughs> was so bad and so cringy because like if i'm like cursing be like dude you can't see that i'm like i'm like dude like i get it like if you're an up-and-coming streamer and ninja asks you to play with him yeah i'm gonna bite that bullet because it's like he's giving you so much exposure this guy's literally making a hundred like a a eight-figure fucking salary off of sponsorships and Twitch and he like was YouTube. Playing Fortnite with Drake. Yeah, he played Fortnite with Drake, Travis Scott, and 
Juju Schuster Smith, the wide receiver for yeah. the Steelers. Uh, yeah, I think he's still on the Steelers. He might be a free agent now. I don't know if he's signing with anybody, but I surprised I knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he was on the he like he was a big advocate for Madden and everything, so he was not too hard to pick out. But yeah, dude, it's like stuff like that. It's like I would love to do that. And it's like also like said streaming schedules are like what attract people to. It's like I would have to set it up. Then I'd have to, like, you know, be in a, a call with people constantly. Like, I mean, every time we're, like, we play or something, like, I'm always talking to someone. Like, whether we're playing the same game or not. Like, I talk to the same three, four people. Like, my brother, like, Elton, Lewis, Missy. Like, all those people are, like, always in the Discord talking to us. But, this... I don't know. I feel like one thing I would just do is like randomly make a YouTube channel like under an alias and just like not do anything just make like stupid edits of shit and just throw it in there and like I don't have to use my voice or nobody has to know who I am I just can use like bitch face as my fucking alias there are people who do that there's Mm -hmm. like faceless voiceless YouTube channels that make yeah dude one of my favorite fucking Dota YouTube people he's like in the C server which is like the seventh layer of hell of dota (laughs) like these guys don't give a fuck about life or anything like people make jokes about like peruvians or like if anybody speaks spanish in all chat on dota like instant people will hop on these people and fucking rip their life to shreds (laughs) dude it's so bad just because they speak spanish yeah (laughs) <laughs> what i mean I, i've been called duty servers were like literally like oh the worst yeah things dude. ever happened but dude, that's like you, so that's like such a specific thing to be upset about dude, bro it, and it's like it's because people automatically assume they're shit players and like sometimes it turns out to be true and then that's when things get even worse will they come from like a south american server or no nah, they probably live in the u.s and like they just Whatever, or I mean, you can queue for other servers, like other things. But I always play on US East because, like, so I'm not, I'm not trying. Yeah, it's like where we're at, and I'm not trying to play in any other servers unless, like, there's this one guy we used to play from Russia, so we'd have to do Europe East a couple times, and my ping would be like 178. <laughs> <Hell>. <laughs> yeah, it was like weird. Queuing for Europe could be like is a little bit fun because. Dota is like a lot more popular over there and stuff, so you could run into like some people just trying to like smurf and fuck around in like lower ranks and stuff. Well, wait till you meet the angry Italian on there. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I don't know. Like a lot of them are like Swedish, French, and like um, Swiss. They're like all from like kind of central, and then there's like the Russians, and then Koreans. Uh, they're they're big. In, they're more into league than anything. Like the the Asian servers, they 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 usually do pretty well in the TI tournament, but they're sponsored by fucking PSG. Really? <laughs> yeah. Good they're, for them. Well, I mean, their team is literally called PSG. They um, they were in the finals with uh. With no, they weren't in the finals. I think they were like in the second round or something. Or they were in the first finals. That was like a really good TI. It's when they played um. When they when OG played them, that uh, I'm just nerding out about that shit, but yeah, dude, that that like all that stuff is crazy because it's like there's so many like it's literally an international tournament like it's not just America and stuff because like you know Dota's a worldwide popular game. Yeah, that's a cool thing about PC games. It, it actually does bring like a worldwide community together. 
like Xbox, PS4, and stuff like that, it's kind of like you're in your region. That's it. You never think about leaving and it's like a different region. So yeah, yeah, and it's pretty much impossible because console doesn't give you the accessibility to even do that. Really, well, there's like certain games where you can like uh, change it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's but, rare. And yeah, most of the time you have to set, like, it's set for you, which is kind of, you know, whatever. But, yeah, dude, interesting, interesting community in Dota. Like, that, COD was, like, training wheels to that game for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got an idea for you. And here, Ellen can do game plan. I'm going to do this myself, so we're going to do this together. All right. I always feel like if all my friends just create content together, and we post it on social medias and stuff like that. It's less embarrassing, like because we live in a small town. Yeah. Like everybody's doing it. It can't mm. beat all of us. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all right, that clip in the podcast where I talked about my piece on like Foghorn, weirdest thing I've ever said. But if I clip that and put that on TikTok, to the roof. To the roof. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I gotta listen to this. Yeah, Same dude. thing with you gaming though. Yeah. Like if you see some funny shit and get like a cool kill. Yeah. Like, there's, um, not a good example, but you know, like, Splez and all them on TikTok? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're probably doing that for hours. Oh, yeah, and all their stuff is fake. Yeah. It's fake. It's all, it's all scripted. Like, they will probably all get in a, in a Discord call, and they're like, hey, you're gonna, we're gonna do this, you're gonna be over here, and some of the people may actually be real in their VR thing, like, who they fuck with, but, like. I'd say a good chunk of the people that are in that are, like, all scripted people. Like, they're all in the chat together, and they they tell them what to do and stuff. Which is fine. It's fun. It's still funny as fuck. Because, yeah. you know, that, you know that's the catch-22 of it. It's like, if you're funny enough, people are not going to care. But if, you know, if you just do stupid shit and it's funny and it works, just, like, you keep doing it in the gaming world. It's not that hard. Yeah. But it's also hard as fuck to make it because... He's like, I, I think about myself, like, if I see gaming clips on TikTok and it's got, like, less than, like, if I don't see, like, the K next to it, like, <laughs> say, if it's got, like, tens of thousands, like, I swipe right up. I don't give a fuck. I'm not watching your clip. Yeah, because it's not is, that good. Yeah, like, obviously it's not that good and stuff, but, you know, I feel bad about doing it, but I'm like, dude, you, there's nothing special about this clip. You have no voice. You have no nothing. Like, there's no edits or anything. It's just literally you wiping a squad, like. People do that on the daily. Like, there's nothing special about that. That's what people don't understand. Like, you gotta make it flashy or funny or something, and then you could post like that stuff. Like, once you have the following, these people are gonna watch it regardless. So they're like, they're following you. Like, it's gonna show up. Like, you're gonna get the views. It's gonna reach other people. When yeah. I, this is getting come full circle. I promise you. <laughs> when I first made my channel, I used to just look up how to get subscribers fast. Yeah. And you can go in the comments, and people will be like, "Yo, sub or sub." That shit doesn't work, by the way. Just oh, gonna no. let you know. But I didn't know this when I first started. Like, with less than 10 subscribers, I just wanted to get, like, some under my belt. All gaming channels. Like, gamer, the gaming industry, the streaming and, like, YouTube channels is flooded. Yeah, it's so, it's so diluted down, dude. It's, like, it's so oversaturated with people, like, that just want to do it. Like, and 90% of them are, like, fucking 12 or 13-year-olds, man. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, they're just making, like, Fortnite videos of them, like, cranking 90s. Yeah. <laughs> My boy Justin, he's cracked at Fortnite. Huh? Well, that's the thing. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that base, like, specifically, but there's some little kids who do some funny shit, like, on Fortnite and get yeah. viral. And they get, like... 
and that's the funny thing is you don't know any better like you know they don't know that they're doing something funny they just think they're just like you know this was like they think it's funny but they don't realize like it's kind of like ironically funny because it's just like why is this like 10 year old kid making this video and why is it funny you know have you, you know like how the baby is a meme now yes <laughs> have you ever seen like the minecraft thing on tiktok where he, he saved the baby and it's, it's like i don't know like the kid's descent but he's like like can and shit and he's yeah. always like the baby and so like that that guy is famous on youtube now because of his tiktok videos because it's like all like like we see it as grown men and we're almost like ah oh, like yeah, yeah but there's like little kids who are probably like, like dying yeah shit, like bro. are grabbing oh their God. stomach they can't breathe and laughing <laughs> yeah dude well you what are you saying about gaming like it's just so tough and like fucking literally like what i was saying before before i cut off was um like i see what my niece and nephew watch on youtube it's like a fucking old ass dude oh yeah yeah opening like toys like kids toys and like that's entertaining i'm like like jesus christ dude what the hell did i watch like i watch cartoons when i was a kid obviously you want to know a section of youtube i wish i got into like a few years ago what you, you, you could laugh asmr yeah that was a big thing because that was huge a couple of years ago they before that blew up like there's still people who like, they get millions of views every day because mm-hmm. I'll comment on their videos to try to attract uh, attain tr- like subscribers to my channel to see if they're interested, and they get millions of views and everything. But there's people out there making like almost a million or more a year for not showing their face and whispering in a mic. Mm-hmm. Now some people get like weirdly creative and stuff, but there's like. Uh, you don't probably don't remember him from Vine. His name's James Voigt. That's a generic ass name. <laughs> yeah, he's he's from China. He's Chinese. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's, I know. Like, he's like very cool, very nice. I like it. Yeah. that was his slogan, and he yeah. always said it. Well, he has an accent no matter what. Yeah. But he went to a English boarding school in China because he has a YouTube channel now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why does he have so many subscribers? He's Vine famous, but he never like. He's not an influencer. Mm-hmm. He's just some dude living in an apartment with his mom, like small apartment in China, like simple life. Tons of YouTube subscribers, and he has what's called unintentional ASMR, where he just goes like he has like a really like nice voice, like hello everybody. He does like cooking meals. I don't really watch his content, yeah. But I was like I was looking at one of his vines and I saw it. And people love this guy. They're like, he doesn't know he's doing ASMR, which is amazing. Like, all right. <laughs> he doesn't know he's doing ASMR. And he's such a sweet dude. Like, he's yeah. genuinely nice as hell. So. Yeah. And then, like, that's the other thing. People like love wholesome shit. So they're gonna eat that up regardless. Yeah. But if, ugh, dude, I wanna, I want our friend to be famous and shit. Like, I don't care about fame. Like, people go like. Oh, what's up, Joe? Like, how you been? Like, I don't really want all the level of fame. I want money to be able to take care of you guys, yeah. family. I don't want anything myself. Yeah. I only want like a little bit of fame, amount of dinner. Somebody goes like, like you do. Yeah, I'm yeah like, maybe but... I am. <laughs> maybe I'm not. Yeah, dude. It's like that stuff is nice. Like, definitely, like just being able to like live in a fucking world where you can make videos. For a living, and like you're fine, <laughs> like you're okay. You don't, you can buy whatever car you want, whatever house you want, go on vacation, whatever the hell you want. I enjoy doing this. Like, if I could leave my job and just 
get paid to do this and work out. My life would be pretty damn good. Yeah, dude. And that's, like, everybody's dream. It's, like, it's crazy how many kids, like, in school say, like, they want to be a YouTuber when they grow up. Mm-hmm. It's, like, wild. It's, like, that wasn't even a thought when I was a child. Like, everybody says a generic ass shit, like a fucking police officer or a fucking vet or something like that. I want to be a lawyer. <laughs> I want to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Polarizing question. We'll get deep. You get famous. X, Y, Z. Either movie director, uh, gaming, you're, you're a chemist and you become evil. <laughs> you get canceled. How are you handling this? And I'll, I'll, I'll give you some context because there's a lot of reasons to get canceled. I already have the perfect answer for this, but go ahead. Nothing you can get like in trouble for. Like like something where people are like, that is like obscene. Like yeah, you just yeah, said yeah. something that was inappropriate. Maybe you didn't mean it. Maybe it was years ago or something like that. Whatever the context is. Yeah. But, like, something you can come out and be like, hey, guys, I fucked up. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay, like, you're sorry. We like you. <laughs> so, we actually made this joke with a bunch of my sweet mates who you met at Emerson. Oh, yeah. So, this was, like, between, like, me, Pat, Rob, like, all those dudes. We were like... <laughs> because we go to Emerson, which is, like, a very, like, liberal school. Like, very, like... They'll cancel you over, like, looking at somebody wrong. So, like, and he's a, he was a comedy major. Well, he's a comedy major. Like, that's literally a major at our college. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> like, don't, like, it's so weird to say that, but, like, you literally just study comedy. And I'm taking a comedy class right now, which is funny. But, like, one day, I forget, like, you, do you, you did you ever meet Owen, my other sweet mate? Yeah, he yeah. came home before we left the first time we were there. Yeah, so him, like. So he is like wild. <laughs> Every day he would come back from class and be like, everybody started yelling at me today. <laughs> he like literally stopped yelling at me <laughs> because he, he said some like fucking shit that like was against like their super like liberal views. But like it like wasn't anything crazy. It was just like something like reasonable that anybody, anybody in their everyday life would at least like think to debate before just like taking the topic and just, like, going with the sensitive route about it, you know? And, like, he'd be like, they, they all just started, like, saying shit <laughs> to me. I'm like, I'm like, dude. And, like, we were all making jokes back and forth, and, like, Rob was like, we all gotta just make apology videos now. <laughs> so, that's my approach to that. It's like, mine's already made. <laughs> we're that, like, that is smart. Save the time. <laughs> we're like, just make it obscure enough to, like, whatever you did or whatever they pulled up on you that I'm it really worked. sorry for whatever I may have caused or have done. Bro, <laughs> some generic ass shit like that. Just be like, just have it ready and you send it out immediately. You're ahead of the curve. Like, before anybody even gets the story out. Because you can't be like fucking David Dobrik who cooks up a four minute video in like two seconds and people start memeing the shit out of it like instantly. Yeah, and he, like, cried in the video and stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with crying, but yeah. I got canceled for something I did that was wrong. Maybe not something as serious as that, because I haven't done anything like that. Yeah. But, like, for whatever reason, say I just said something accidentally that offended somebody, I'm not crying in an apology video. Dude, I'm everybody com- does now. I'm not crazy. doing that. I'm coming out, and I'm going, yo, I fucked up. You're the one that has a problem with it. To anybody who's offended, I'm sorry. You're going to come on. We'll talk about it. Tell me how you feel. You want me to educate? Like, you educate me. Then we'll have a talk. I feel like that's more meaningful. Not nobody's going to give a fuck. But, like, that's... 
But yeah. the thing is, well, we're backtracking to Owen. I follow him on Instagram. He posts a lot of like liberal, like he is a liberal things. person. He's not like conservative in any way. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, like how like polarizing it gets because like a lot of his views and stuff I do like agree with because he posts yeah. like social things that like make sense to agree with. Yeah, he he like he is like liberal and he is sensible in the fact of like you know his views and stuff. He's not like conservative, like he's not like anything that like would make him a Republican or anything because he's the farthest thing from that. If anything, he fits into the Emerson community, but like it's just so weird like how like things like just small shit people will get so offended over and then like he just says the most reasonable thing in that and like people are like oh you're this this and this like you know it's it's jumping to an assumption about like who he is before they actually know him and like it's just like weird shit like that is like is what happens and there's a lot of like misinterpretation between like you know not letting someone fully explain themselves <laughs> before like you're like Oh, you're a fucking asshole because you said this, and it's like it's really not like that. He's actually, you know, sensible and like he has views that are not really radical, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, I call myself a centrist, and like people are like, oh, so you stand for nothing? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I just one, I'm an idiot, so I don't even know what I stand for at this point. But two, like, I don't know. Yeah, like like literally like literally like you, I want to be convinced information. I want to think first before yeah. like I, I just like dive into something. Yeah, if I don't know something, if I don't immediately know something about something, I'm obviously not gonna make a statement on it because like I don't know anything on it. Like why would I do that? You know, it's not smart. And like I'm not gonna make assumptions about somebody else unless they deliberately say something that's absolutely stupid. You know, it's just like yeah, that's not the right way to go about that. It's like I don't know. It's just so weird. It's like weird what people do when it comes to like shit like that. And they just like they attack you or like whatever. I don't know. It's fucking it's so weird. Like I mean, social media is the main like progression of this now. It's just like so bad with that. Yeah, I'm just playing my role. I just want to help people, and we'll see how it goes. I'm just a weird character to be out here doing it, but I guess nobody's, like, meant for this shit. Yeah. But I was, um, I saw, well, you pull up in the, the white Mustang today. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you just for, like, like, the podcast sake. What's your dream car? Because I got a good answer. For me or you? Like, what's your dream car? Uh, okay. Like, if money was an option and, like... Uh, this is such an easy answer. Uh, 2014... Mustang, Shelby GT500. Is that because the 2014 is because of the body style from that year before they switched over? Yeah, and also the 5.0s in those. Well, I Shelby's probably more, honestly. I forget, but yeah, I like the body style more of those, and that was like a pretty like good year for Mustang that I believe. And it's like, I just kind of like wanted that one because it's like a fucking cool-ass car, and I like that year, and I like the 5.0s. Because, of course, I get the I get the year before they come back. It's only a 4.6 or a 4.7 V8. But, I mean, I love that car. It's a great car. It's like, you know, taught me how to drive stick. <laughs> you know, I, I get the third gear. 
Yeah, yeah. That's literally the, the anything past first is the easiest part. It's just getting the car rolling in hills and shit. It's like, oh, my dad's 67 bet in the garage, but that thing's never getting fixed. Oh, yeah, that's why I forgot to talk to you about. Like, my dad is still still wants to buy that thing. I bring it up to my dad. I'm like, yo, man, Mr. Wizard wants to, like, buy this thing. Are you going to give it to him? And he's like, well, I've got to fix it first. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with it? He's like, the Nagermog and Magabog. I'm like, what does that even mean? He doesn't even know. I'm like, all right, like, we'll, we'll talk about it when it's My fixed. dad would spend the time to fix it. Like, he would, he would probably come to your dad with cash and buy it. I'll, I'll speak some sense to him. I bring it up every few months or so. I mean, the dude's retired now. He's got all the time in the world to work on a car. Yeah, he would love that thing. Yeah. he and I thought it was a 69. It, I don't know if it's 67 or 69. But it's it a has, 69. It has, like, the shark fins. It has a soda bottle yeah. shape. And then it also has the original uh, clock thing. So, like, there used to be a digital clock in the one year. This has the um, dial clock where you have to push the button to reset it. Yeah, it's a. I think that's a '69 Stingray because it's the same car as my dad's that he had when he was younger, like younger than us actually. <laughs> I think he was like, actually no, I feel like he was, he was either 19 or 20 when he bought that car. That's such a badass car to own. Yeah, and think about it. That car was like four thousand dollars back then. Five thousand dollars. That's that's not fair, man. <laughs> I mean nowadays, like. Cars are expensive. I know a, a Nissan that was expensive. Yeah, dude. That fucking car was expensive, and it's eleven years old now. That car looks nice, but it's not. It's not blasting music like a normal car. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. I mean, the Mustangs do have a nice sound system, especially when you get like the plugs things or whatever. But yeah, man, all cars are like they sound good. There's there's only so much you can do to make them sound as good. But have you ever been like in like a nineteen seventies vehicle with like nothing? upgraded onto it like modernized like everything's like stock yeah so there was a uh, not a PT cruiser but a Vista cruiser from like that 70s show you know that car I wasn't Nickelodeon dude it was, it was that 70s show wasn't Nickelodeon it was kind of like all over but regardless it was Nick at Night was it yeah. no but it was it was aired before that yeah, but it was also it was still it was still Nick at night. But I know yeah. either way, I didn't see it. I don't know the car. <laughs> Love the show, but it's basically like a wagon, like a, yeah. like a little old wagon. It was like old uh, the old mobiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that. So I was in one of those. I was restored, but restored's a run. So there were yeah. sounds system in there. I was like, let's crank some music up in this thing, <laughs> dude. It was like, um, I I because he had the cassette tape. Because that's what you can do back then. You put a cassette tape, but now it's a cassette tape aux cord. Yeah, I've seen that. Hangs that in there, puts on the Sat 70 show theme song. <laughs> so I'm expecting to jam out. You just hear like this crackle. I hear, hey, now. And I'm like, oh no, like, this is what you guys jam to? Dude, those sound systems were so ass back then. They weren't even, they're like fucking headphone mics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no cell phones. You're sitting in your car with your friends. Like, imagine being mad. Like, your girlfriend's mad at you. You can't turn off the radio. You're she's just sitting there, like, facing the car window in silence. She can't text her friends or anything. You're sitting there, and you're like, bro. On the ring. My second like dream car. This thing could be attainable like right now. Is a 1983 Buick LeSabre. <laughs> Why, bro? They got the fucking bench seats. <laughs> you ever see the bench seats where there's no middle console it's just like a fucking bench no 
You've never seen one of those? No. Bro, it's literally a, like, a Keep bent. talking. I'm going to look this <laughs> up while <laughs> we're like on the podcast. Should I look up a 1983 Buick LeSabre? Bro. There was this one at my old Votech school. It was white with that, like, interior red velvet, like, felt shit. Straight pimp car. Dude, it was the coolest thing in the world. Oh, these things are cool. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that car right there is a fucking dream car. That, like, I would get an old one. Here, let me see it. <laughs> oh, I'm looking up bench seat attached to it. <laughs> oh, yo. See how it goes straight across? It's just yeah. wild, man. Dude, that, that's like you can literally sit three people in the front no problem so like here's like the interior yeah that was how it was dude that's the same exact interior my my dad and when i was little used to have an old lincoln like this seats like that you can get like a 2001 mercury um i forget like the brand but it's like a marquise i think it's called um dude i want those red leather seats that's a buick saver <laughs> well the honestly the body style on this thing is like classic like this one I'd ride that around town. Dude, I'm telling you, that car was fucking sick, dude. You get some nice, like, rims and, like, slick tires <laughs> yeah, on that thing. Yeah, like you get the chrome shit redone. Yeah, you're bro, a menace. Bro, menace to society in that car. Like, literally, <laughs> imagine taking somebody to a trip and you, you're like, yo, hop in the front. And they're like, you hop in the front, too. <laughs> like, and you just got a bench seat going across. <laughs> like, that's fucking sick. That is cool. Yeah, dude, that fucking, that car, when I saw that sitting in the lot on my Votech, I was like, I was literally going to ask my teacher, I was like, are, is anybody, is this anybody's car, and are they selling it? Because I will take it, no matter whatever the issue is with it, and I will fix it. My dream cars would be, like, your classic McLaren, like, 570, mm-hmm. is the ones you always see the orange ones. I just mm-hmm. love that brand. Um, I used to fuck up Lotus, but, like, those things fall apart. Yeah. And... You know, I don't... You went with me to the Philadelphia car show, right? Was that you that was with me? Yeah, we went twice, right? There was... Mercedes came out with it. I guess it was like their new form of a G-Wagon, but it had an extra tall top, and you open it up, and there's swivel seats. There's like four oh, yeah, swivel seats. Oh, yeah, like turn around and stuff. Like, yeah, four swivel seats, and then like a row, like a bench seat in the back, but then like a poker table popped up not a poker table like a little dinner yeah, table yeah a little dinner table yeah. but I'm thinking people are playing poker that was my first thought <laughs> I would want one of those things man dude th- them cars are crazy people love G-Wagons I was never a fan of them just because it was like the, the box car but it yeah. like a sippy cup yeah it looks, it looks it's built like a sippy cup <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean they're really cool cars they're really nice and stuff too and you can literally take them anywhere they're cool cars but, dude, even, like, those Mercedes Sprinters, like, have crazy-ass interiors, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they're fucking, it's like an, Am- it's, like, shaped like an Amazon delivery truck. But people, it's, like, People fire. get them professionally done, they'll be, like, nice inside. That's, like, the new yeah, Volkswagen minivan. Yeah, like, NBA players, like, take those between, like, the arena and shit. Stuff if they don't drive. But, yeah, I mean, if I, like, that was always a Lambo, dude. If I was ever get, like, a super exotic car like that, I would get an Aventador immediately. I lo- I've, if I, I was given one, not saying no. I was happy to get something different. I like McLarens. Ferraris are overrated, but even though they look sexy. Yeah, they're okay. I was never a Ferrari dude either. I didn't really like the... I didn't really like them too much. I always, I always had the Lambo in the racing games. <laughs> yeah. I like the Lamborghini's SUV, though. Yeah, those things are cool. I used to see them in Boston a lot. Really? Yeah. At the G-Wagons, and there's a few... There's always Lambos rolling around, dude. The international exchange students, 
all of them had G-Wagons, bro. It was crazy. That's the weirdest thing ever. They yeah, all they were all, like, the Chinese international exchange students, and, like, they all had G-Wagons. It was nuts. Yeah, good for them. I guess they had wealth. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's some shit. They're going to school at Emerson. <laughs> it's also an expensive-ass school, so they got to be breadwinners. Imagine what life's like. You go to college, you get a G-Wagon drive around. Yeah, in Boston, like, you literally don't need to drive anywhere unless you're going out of the city. <laughs> Lucky as hell. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even like driving in the city, and I'm about to go up there in, like, a couple weeks or whenever. That's one thing I want to ask you. I've asked you, like, 16 times, when are you going to Boston? You told me, so I know your graduation's in May. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing I meant to tell you. They changed it to in-person. Is in-person graduation now? Yeah, but you can only bring two people, so. I announced that. <laughs> I'm going. You're going, dude. It's in fucking Fenway Park. Really? Yeah, it's in the Boston Red Sox Stadium. So obviously your parents are gonna go. Mm-hmm. Who? Which one of your friends don't have parents? I know somebody has like. Mom well, and there's dad only one other person from that I know is graduating with me. Damn. Rob. Does Rob have uh, parent issues? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I I'm. Hey, I, I, I'm, I am certain he is graduating. Pat's not graduating because he took a, a semester off. Owen's younger than me, I think. Max. Max, he, he, he's taking a gap year. Max. Yeah, and then, <laughs> dude, pretty much all my roommates either took a gap year or left Emerson. Cole, did you ever meet Cole? Was he, when you walked out of your dorm, was he the room to the right? Like, on the end, all the way on the end? Yeah, he brought a girl over one year. You might be talking about Carl. He's the, like... Did you ever come up in spring? When I came up for your birthday, both times we came, so it was, like, November. And the guy that was there... Yeah, so you never met Cole. You You met Adrian, you met Carl Brent. I don't think you ever met... You met Carl because we went to Cheers with him. Yeah, but who's the... Was Carl the guy that, like, he was, like... My mentor. Yeah, that's, that's the guy him. I'm thinking of. No, yeah. no I, I did not meet Cole. Nah, yeah, he, he was only for the spring semester when COVID hit and we all left. He was a dude I used to go out with all the time to the parties and the bar. Like, we only went to the bars one. We used to... He was, he was only 18 or 19, I think. So, we used to, he was the dude from L.A. He's awesome. We used to go to all the fucking, like, Harvard BU parties and shit. That was fun. And then, then my college experience died on a random Friday in March. So, Adrian's the Spanish kid? Yeah, he was who I lived with last semester. Okay. You met him. Yeah, and he, uh... There was mixed reviews with him. He was fine with me. But he kept talking to me about the cartels. I was really drunk. He's an interesting dude. And then there was, a. Uh, the other Joe, you know, you, did you ever meet him? No. I don't think he ended up coming through. No, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, yeah, he's another dude I hung out with all the time. Yeah, he was cool. I, they, he's been, Adrian's been dying for me to come back up to Boston, so I gotta do it before graduation at least once. So, a, when do you plan on going up? I'm still trying to figure out with Pat, like, my old sweetmate, when he's, like, gonna be able to come down so 
people are coming home this weekend. We have like literally everybody's gonna be home, so it's not gonna be this weekend. I think I might just say fucking go to next weekend. Like whether Pat is ready to go or not, <laughs> because he's like his mom's getting the COVID vaccine or whatever, and like he's waiting for that, and he doesn't want to like expose him by coming down to Boston or whatever. That's what he was always scarce about the COVID thing that happened. He wasn't. He got it. He had already had it. Yeah. But, I don't know. I I think he just didn't want to give it to his parents or whatever. My whole household got it when it happened. I was the only one who didn't. Fucking stellar. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill but who? I believe. Yeah, a little bit of time. So. Yeah. Let me say. We probably wrap up before this is so long. <laughs> we wrap up. I'll lead off to like another thing. Who should I have next? Now, I'm going to have you and I'm going to have Lewis as re- reoccurring guests because mm-hmm. I, like you and I talk about anything and everything as well as Lewis mm-hmm. and you guys hold conversations well. I'm comfortable with you guys. But I'll do ones with different YouTubers. There's a couple that I'm like really interested in who are like really cool people. Aren't you um, doing the girl from YouTube next? Uh, not YouTube, um, the Discord? Yeah, I'm going to do her. There's another girl who... <laughs> what? <laughs> Into her. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's another girl who actually lives up in Newark. Um, she might be watching this. Uh, she watched the first one. She does like envelope stuff with cash, but mm-hmm. she's like really cool and she has a fun personality. So she would okay. be nice to talk to. And she's like in the area kind of thing. Yeah. Um, o- over Zoom, there's a guy named RJ. I like. So there's a few YouTubers I want to get into. But as far as I'm talking about the friend group, I wanted to have Reese on here. You can have Reese, but do you have Steve? Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Dude's a talker, man. I already brought him up in the first podcast. Yeah, exactly. You got you gotta have him on. He he should be your next friend that you bring on. I think that's a good call. I love Steve. I love him too. As much as he's a bullshitter uh, and everything, I love you, Steve. But you're a bullshitter. Well, the first podcast, I literally talked about how him and I argued at Discord. And stuff like that. Bro, when he went on that rant about the fucking thing, I'm surprised people didn't leave. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I was explaining to Lewis in the first one. I was like, I love the guy with all my heart. But people are nervous to talk in there because of him. And I don't want to kick him out because it, it's necessary people learn mm-hmm. good from wrong in there. And he's, <laughs> But he's like, he's in there. <laughs> he is. He's scary. And I, and I want him to be able to learn. Like, I have... It seems like I'm getting, like, three members a week now mm-hmm. join, which is, like, increasing because I'm only getting, like, one a week. Yeah, nobody, like, actively talks between, besides, like, me, you, the cheesy cheese girl, and Steve, and then sometimes my mother. Yeah, we'll get more. I'm okay with them being silent. I feel like as more people start to talk and there's more channels, mm-hmm. people are going to go, like, click off on different things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to make more channels based on different, like, sectors. It's going to be it's gonna be great. Yeah, I would say just stick, like, with these two channels for a while and, like, grow these ones. Yeah. And then, you know, once you're at, like, Mr. Beast level, then you can make, like, six different channels. <laughs> this is, like, the only two I want to do. Unorthodox savings comes first no matter what. But then yeah. I'm going to do this and then clip this, put on TikTok. Hopefully I get viral once, get a few thousand subscribers on here. What's your dog hair on me for my fucking dog? Because although I love making content, I love interacting with people. 
<laughs> bro, you love arguing with people. There's a difference. <laughs> well, no, but there's like a lot of great people who comment on my videos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, like when I see your comments and stuff, and like the people that consistently comment and shit, like they're good people. Like they're, you know, they're they're OGs. Yeah, but there's some people who do argue with me, yeah. and um, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, dude. When it's, but then they leave, they stop answering, and I go check on YouTube Studios, and I see dislike. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, dude. You, you're gathering the haters as you are gathering the yeah. subscribers. I know one of the haters. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of them. Oh, my God. That's going to be the first question in your comment section. <laughs> Who's the hater? <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I'm going to make another YouTube video. I'm like, I have a hater on my channel, <laughs> and I want to know who it is. Who keeps disliking my videos? I need help. <laughs> Find this person. They go on a manhunt in the comments. <laughs> you like literally bully these people into finding somebody. Uh, but yeah. I think that's uh, good for episode two of Stop, Stop yelling, yelling at Me. Stop yelling. Um, Joe Scazzaro, Matthew McGuire Windsor. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>